What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL. With your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 45 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, is Pedro. Pedro, how are we doing today? What's going on? Uh, not much. Um, it's been a slow two weeks since we last recorded. Um, not Well, you know, there's always some news in the NHL, which we will try to dissect. Uh, we're going to try some new stuff today. We're going to go through, you know, Elliot Freeman's 31 thoughts. Uh, we're going to answer the big three NHL questions that are currently going on. Uh, we'll go over the three stars of the week. Uh, we'll look into the standings, and we will be on our way. Uh, so let's just get right into it, and let's drop the puck. All right, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start on Elliot Freeman? Do we want to do the three big questions? Where Where are you feeling? What are you feeling here? Uh, do the three questions. The three questions? Yeah. All right. So on sportsnet.ca, uh, there's the three big questions going around uh, – going on in the NHL right now, and I will start with you. Um, which team do you think Taylor Hall finishes the season with and why? Uh, I think I, I think it's going to be the Colorado Avalanche. I think the Avalanche have the, um, the assets to give to them. Um, I think they're, they're young enough, obviously. Uh, for, I'm I'm losing it today. I have no thoughts today. Um, anyway, I think it's the Avalanche. Uh, they have young assets to give to New Jersey. Uh, they're probably going to actually like two first pick, two first rounders, I think. And uh, I think he ends up with the Avalanche. All right. Um, I'm actually going to agree with Emily Sadler here. I think it's going to be Dallas. Um, you know, they'll have the two top picks from 2010, Taylor Hall and Taylor Sagan. Uh, Tyler Sagan. You know, they, they're just – they look elite again. Um, they're not shy about going out and trying to add pieces to, you know, make a run at the Cup. You know, they made, they brought in Zuccarello last year. Obviously, it didn't work out. But they're, they're not shy of, you know, pushing the mark and trying to buy in to get that extra piece. And obviously, I think we can both agree, Taylor Hall's a much better piece than Matt Zuccarello was last year. Um, so – that's yeah that's who i think um let's go on to the next question um with two months uh of the regular season behind us how many canadian teams do you think will make the playoffs and which ones will do it uh so now if we just go through real quick uh we will go through who is actually in the playoffs right now canadian wise uh in the east there are none uh montreal is flirting with a uh wild card spot toronto's flirting with a wild card spot you know, you have Ottawa all the way down in the dumps. I don't think they will make the playoffs. I think that's safe to say. Uh, you have Winnipeg in the three spot in the central. Um, you have Vancouver flirting with a uh, – actually, they are in a wild card spot. You have Calgary right there tied with them for a wild card spot. And that's it. So how many and who? So you have Vancouver and Calgary tied with a wild card spot right now. Can in the repeat, West. Repeat the question one more time. You have Edmonton. Uh, so how many Canadian teams mm-hmm. are going to make the playoffs and which ones? Uh, I'm going to go Winnipeg makes playoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have Edmonton up top. Mm. Don't mm-hmm. tell me you don't think they're going to make it, do you? Mm. You think they might fall apart? 
Uh, uh, damn, this is hard. It is hard. All right, I'll go with Winnipeg. I think their defense, oddly enough, has been tremendous. Uh, played a great Neil game Pion last night great. against Arizona. Yeah, they look yeah. great. So I'm, go- I'm going to go Winnipeg. McDavid and Dreisaitl are just unbelievable. I'll put Edmonton in the playoffs this season. Yep, I agree. Two for two right now with the green. Calgary, I think, will find a way after the unfortunate things that happened with Bill Peters. Um, I think they will find a way into the playoff spot. Um, I'm going to stick with them. That's it? That's it. So even in the East. Oh man, I forgot about the East. Wow. Well, you got you okay. got Montreal, you Montreal, got Toronto, and Ottawa. I don't think Montreal has enough to make it. Ottawa's not gonna make it. Yeah, I'm with uh, you. Toronto's an interesting play here. Uh, obviously, right after we record our last podcast, Mike Babcock got fired. Sheldon literally Keith, a half literally, hour. Yeah, literally. a half hour after. Sheldon uh, Sheldon Keith has done a great job thus far. He got Tyson Barry to wake up, who had three goals in three games when uh, Sheldon Keith took over behind the bench Toronto's interesting I I think they have enough to get there so I think Toronto will end up making playoffs especially looking at that Atlantic division I mean they're only two points out of third place uh, behind Buffalo so I think they'll be fine so you have I have Toronto Toronto in the east I have Winnipeg Winnipeg, Edmonton Edmonton and and Calgary Calgary. yes I have four out of seven making it I think I think I'm with you. I definitely don't see Vancouver holding on. Yeah. Uh, I think Vancouver will flatten out and come up a little bit short. Who've also been playing well, by the way. Yeah, no, they have. But I just, I, you know, knowing Vancouver, I can't put my trust in them uh, to, you know, sustain where they're at right now uh, through through this uh, season. I'm still on the fence with Calgary uh, because I could see them being that team. Like if they're on the edge, like they're borderline, I could see them just selling. I know Toronto won't sell. There's no way in hell Toronto is selling. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to go with three. I'm going to boot Calgary out. And I'm going to go Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Toronto. I don't think Montreal makes it either. I okay. completely agree with you. Uh, and definitely not Ottawa. All right. Someone agree with Um Some of these say four teams. You know, some of these, yeah, four, four. Four, so I guess I'm, you know. Oh, they all agree with me. Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver's in this oh, one. Got the in that one, eh? And Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg. Interesting. Um, last question on this: um, Which individual performance has impressed you most so far this season, and why? Individual. Individual. David Pasternak. I was There's just... absolutely no doubt about it. <laughs> David Pasternak has been an absolute. Beast, what does he have? Like twenty six goals. So like, I don't know who SS is, like 50 is for but 50? SS's uh, answer was David Pasternak, and I just want to like read their little blur because I think it's going to sum it up pretty much perfectly. Uh, as incredible as Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl's absurd starts have been, I have to go with Pasternak, who seems to raise his ceiling every year. Sure, he has the advantage of playing on arguably the game's best line. But watch one shift from number 88, and it's clear he's no passenger. In fact, he's quietly inching closer to that uh, best-in-the-game conversation and making an even more compelling case this year, which is ridiculous. Uh, he has 25 goals through 30 games. He's already more than halfway to his career point uh, best point total, 
and is on pace for a top 120. Besides all that, though, Pasternak simply become must-see TV. He's one of the most creative stick handlers in the game, piling up a fair number of points, not by jamming pucks up at the front of the net, but by slicing through teams with his limitless confidence. I mean, just look at this video real quick. It's like, that move is unbelievable. Yeah, he's... he's he is he's almost in. A, he is almost in like a league of his own. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, other honorable mentions here were Nathan McKinnon and Connor Hellebuck. So just to put Nathan that Nathan McKinnon, into, I feel like. I feel like he's always. He started the season a with a thirteen-game point streak. He has eighteen goals and twenty-seven assists right now, so he's sitting in third in the league with forty-five points. Boom. Uh, if you hear a little lisp, by the way, on my on my end, I have Invisalign now, so I'm still trying to get used to it, fighting through, you know, adversity. You I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. Um, we can quickly go through Elliot Friedman's 31 thoughts. Um, obviously, we're not going to go through all 31 uh, because that'll make the podcast, you know, boring. Yeah. Well, hey, well, not that's boring. True. Yeah. Well, not. Yeah. Can't just I, list it off. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's, I, I like, I'm trying to figure out where we uh, – actually, I read – I don't know if it's in this one, but uh, there was a note that the Rangers and the Oilers almost had made a deal for Jesse Puljarvi. Uh, the deal was based around Leah Sanderson and Puljarvi, but obviously Edmonton wanted more, which is, in my eyes, totally fair. Um, and they just couldn't figure out a deal. Uh, so now Puljarvi will be staying – where is he laying? In uh, Finland? Is he in Finland? Yep. So uh, he's going to be staying in his uh, native land of Finland, uh, playing in one of the leagues over there. Uh, so hopefully we will, I guess, probably Not next offseason. Draft. Off draft. Dra- yeah, exactly. Offseason, yeah. Uh, we'll figure out what's going to go on with Pujarvi because obviously he's not happy in Edmonton, and they have to do something about it. Um. What else do we have here? Um, Go to a random number. Random number? Random number. Boom. 24. Done. Uh, Remainder of the situation to watch Los Angeles uh, with most of their veterans, uh, with the exception of Dowdy and Kopitar. I don't know what they're talking about. Probably trades. Yeah, probably. So would you see? Very interesting. Yeah, like, well. I wonder if Jonathan Quick. Gets we, traded. I think we spoke about this yes, we last podcast. I, it still really intrigues me. Is what's going to happen with Jonathan Quick? Uh, I think he. I think he could be on the move. Yeah, but to, I, think I mean, Campbell, I guess. I, I guess think Jack Campbell could be a number one goalie. No, I. We, we, yeah, we've definitely yeah. discussed this before. Um, with Quick, it's just I don't think the Kings are going to be offered what they're looking for for Quick. Well, I don't think Quick is really. I mean, he's a – Where he know. should be. Yeah, well, yeah, I get that too. But I still think that they're going to see him as a bigger piece. And yeah. no one's going to offer the picks or the prospects that uh, the Kings are looking right. for to move. Uh, we could talk about um, Hines. Hines got fired. Ah, yes. So we could talk about Hines. It's about time, I, I uh, yeah, think, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of the Devils fans were not happy with his performance. Um, but the team, it, I, I mean, I guess like I mentioned with Babcock and Sheldon Keith last semester. Oh, last semester. Wow, I'm still on still on school terms here. Last episode. <laughs> uh, 
it, it was just time to you can't trade 25 guys you can only get rid of x amount so coach is out first and uh bye yeah uh so they brought in elaine nasruddin yeah he was the uh assistant coach uh so he's going to be the interim, interim. head coach yeah. uh just reading here there will be a lot of dan uh, Blas, uh bilsma can't pronounce his last name ever uh rumors going around because of the history with shiro uh, but it says that, you know, it's far from a guarantee. Uh, they're looking at a bunch of AHL coaches. Um, they're looking everywhere. Um, well, that seems to be the trend now. There's a lot of AHL, AHL coaches. coaches are... Yeah, because they've had the, I mean, they've worked with their prospects. It's that and, like, the young school mentality now. I mean, you have, obviously, you have those guys who are coming from, like, old school NHL type deals. And now you have these young guys who are just coached differently from, from the older guys. And now you see coaches from the AHL understanding what it is, what it takes to coach these young guys. Now, now they're being brought up to the league to, to, to bring them up to obviously the to the best league in the world. And that's what's what's transpiring here. We we see it all the time, and we see college coaches too just starting to get an opportunity in the league. So I I think that's the new trend for the league, and I think it's going to continue to go up on that. Uh, speaking on the Devils, I read a article. Uh... I believe it was a New York New York Post article. Huh. I I don't know who wrote it, so forgive me. Uh, but it was pretty much about PK Subban and how PK Subban is just what it pretty much it, it pretty much blasted PK Subban, mm-hmm. saying how look how bad your team's doing. Mm-hmm. Look how you know you just got like not just saying that Subban got a coach fired, but their coach their head coach just got fired. They should be a lot better than they are, and he's out doing endorsements and you know he, he he's you know after a five nothing loss to your crosstown rivals the new york rangers the next night he was in the city doing like an adidas you know promotion right like and then like it says like instead of you know watching tape or whatever he's out gallivanting at another promotional event mm-hmm. he's just about pretty much he, he apparently what it pretty much said was he is in new jersey right now to basically be in New York because he's in New York doing to all of these. His, yeah. His, his publicity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, so as a, you know, I'm not a devil's fan, but how do you feel devil's fans feel about that? You know, your team is being mollywopped. The team is, you know, horrific. Let's just put it that right. way. The devils are not good. No, uh, they should be a lot better. Yes. Um, how, if you were, if you were like, let's say it was, like, how would it be in the locker room type of deal? Like, no, I like, guess. even in the locker room, but as a fan. Like, our Rangers, or let's say or it was it was the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you just hear about, you know, Panarin going to all these promotional events and not really, you know, bringing up anything about losing. It's just, you know, they just get smacked by the Devils. And right. the next night, you know, you hear about him being at this event, you know, not caring about hockey, just pr- promoting himself. Like, I, I think that would irk me a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like you can build your own brand during the offseason. Build your brand when you retire. I don't know. It, it's. It, I, I mean, I, I'm not a professional athlete, so it's kind of tough for me to understand. But I guess hearing it from, like, other, from other guys in interviews or anything like that, I, I, I think – I don't think it's his fault. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, 
yeah like i, I guess we can kind of consider yourself part of the media as we kind of are i mean it's a tough business but you in my opinion you have no right or well you do have a right i mean whatever you have freedom of speech but you come down to writing an article about a guy who's not concentrated on his team and you're blasting the guy because he's endorsing himself give me a break man yeah no i, mean, I definitely this guy won a norris trophy this guy is a well known obviously one of the can you best characters in the league Yes, if maybe I'd be a little upset, but it's not just him. It's no, the whole it's, team. Yeah, yeah. You can't just put all the blame on one guy. It's it's unfair. I agree with that. It's unfair. You you got guys like yes, Jack Hughes is he is going to be an absolute blast in this league. I have no doubt about it. He's a rookie. All right. I'm not trying to blast him, but he again, he's not having a great year, obviously, in his rookie year, which is fine. It's not a big deal. Um, it's uh, to me, it's not a concern. Okay, you got Taylor Hall, who has what five goals this year. No one's blasting him. That's I haven't true. heard anything. I mean, probably, you hear the trade rumors. Yeah, the trade rumors. Yeah, you know, people getting booed and his comments about him getting booed. Whatever. Uh, Kyle Palmieri, who's having an okay year, but it's the entire team. I mean, they have no goaltending. Their goaltending has been horrible, trash, horrific. I, like you can't just go on and blame one guy. One guy for everything, and he has to live his life too. He, what is he going to do? Just sit in front of the TV all day watching, watching tape, tape for hours? Yeah. Come on, give me a break. Yes, he's in New Jersey, but he has an opportunity to now to to be you know closer to New York and up his brand. Like, what is he going to do? Just sit in front of the TV or just hang out at his house the entire time? No. Can we both agree that uh, the rest of his contract is going to be ugly for uh, the New Jersey Devils? Oh, facts. Yeah, I, I mean, unless he picks up his game. I mean, he's, he's got to pick I, up his game, I see him but... on the downfall of, you know, he, I think he hit his peak, unfortunately. Uh, he's 30 years old now. He's, he's, making, years he's making $9 million for the next three years. Mm. Uh, it's, you know, he doesn't have a no-trade clause, so if, you know, they could figure could something out. Him. Yeah, they could probably try to move him. Retain if, some salary on that contract. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but I, I don't think they should just give up right away no 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 but but like i said i think it's unfair for i i wish i knew who wrote that article um i can actually quickly look at it probably because i i just think it's a little unfair to just blast a guy like i understand it's you know the new york media and it's one of the toughest medias in the world blah 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 but it's none of your business here it is uh brett's uh Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. I wish Dan Boyle was here. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, Devils PK Subban is marketing everything except his uh, own game. Like, all right. Like, you're just you're just trying to get people to read your articles. But which and it really are, is. Which, this, which it I mean, your this, eye. this article is a complete, you know. You just blast the guy. Yeah. I mean, in the second paragraph, <laughs> his players fade, Subban is 30 years old, and that happens. I mean, his, his lead is PK Subban should be embarrassed. Wow. I mean, whatever you have the right to write it. It's not. It's it's. Yeah, free to, yeah. It's, it right. is. Yeah. You're right, but I I just think it's a little absurd that you're just writing an entire article blasting a guy, who. To me, yes, he's having a down year. It's it, it is what it is. But you can't just tell him to go sit by a TV for hours and just watch video the entire time. You don't know what he does behind the scenes. You have no idea. This guy's probably in the gym working out or in the, in the mornings and just being himself, being. P.K. Subban, who everyone loves around the league. He's a and character. He does God. go on to say, you know, 
it's crystal clear that this has nothing to do with Subban's charitable work where he's, you know, donated $10 million right, to Montreal. let's just fluff it yeah. up a little bit. Um, but it says, at this juncture, Subban is hardly an NHL defenseman, let alone an elite one. All the while, he does remain an elite spokesman, just not for the Devils. <laughs> I mean, he can say whatever he wants, so, but I, I, I just, I, I don't think you should, I don't think you should characterize someone's character just by the way they play. And yes, you're putting in there that he does charitable work, which he does phenomenal jobs still in Montreal yeah. and New Jersey and in Nashville, what he, where he was before this. But you're just fluffing it up there. Like now you're just putting that in there to make to fluff it up. So be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't bash him that bad. Yeah, give me a break. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad I was able to find that article. Um, another another piece here from uh, Elliot Friedman. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom confirmed this week that he is negotiating on his own with Capitals GM Brian McClellan. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, it would be an absolute shocker if he isn't resigned. Yeah, he'll be back. I don't see him going anywhere else other than no, Capitals why would Jersey. Why, why would he? Yeah, why would he want to leave? And uh. Speaking of resigning, and Nathan McKinnon came out um, two, a couple days ago, saying that he would take less money from the Colorado Avalanche to win with that group. Really, so, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, I know. Obviously, he's good buds with Sidney Crosby, and Crosby took a little less to stay with Pittsburgh to keep that core group. So I wonder where he got that advice from. Which I think is, I think it's great. I, I think it's awesome. Uh, Chris Chelios is spitting chicklets interview about Babcock had some confusing timelines. Oh, uh, how do you feel yeah. about? Yeah, so let's yeah, talk sure. about um, Babcock and Mitch Marner. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it came out that pretty much Bab, I don't, like I don't know what word for word. I don't know if you can. He pretty much told him to like rate his players or or something like that. He was like, yeah, I think it was like rate, pretty much rate your teammates or something. Yeah, pretty much. And then he pretty much came back and showed that all of his teammates had voted that Marner was being lazy or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Marner came out and confirmed it. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's the right way to go about things. I mean, Mr. he was Babcock. a rookie in the league. I, yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, imagine. He's imagine, obviously going to do Imagine it. Quinn going to Kako and being like, rate all your teammates yeah. at the age of 18. Give me a break. And then all of a sudden, him coming back and saying, "Well, all your teammates think you're yeah, lazy." Yeah, I, I mean, it's just it's rough. It, it, it's that old school mentality of of Babcock. Yeah, and, here and it is. It's a, it was a hard working list after promising not to and his handling of Jason Spezza. Jason, yeah, well, that yeah. Was, yeah. It, it, it's just not the right way to go about things whatsoever. So, where do you see Babcock going? Nowhere. Nowhere. You think he's no. done? I I don't think he's done. Done. I think a team will. <laughs> Apparently, you have to, you have I'm reading here KHL interest. Sure, fine, go bye. I, I mean, there's there's just no room for that in the NHL. Uh, we talked about um, oh, why am I why am I losing my train of thought again? I don't know, man. What Bill we, Peters. Bill Peters. Oh man, he, he will never work in this league ever no, again no. whatsoever. So well, he, he's done. Well, I think Bill Peters That's is racist like, comments. Yeah, it's a diff- I mean, racist comments compared to he's just being a hard nose. I you hear people talk about Mike Keenan too. And how Mike Keenan was. I love Mike Keenan. Iron Mike. No. <laughs> from what from all the from all what I've heard on Spit and Chicklets, which by the way they do a phenomenal job. They do. Um, the way people would talk about Mike Keenan is just he he would just turn a switch. He's a nice guy, and then when it comes to the Freak rink, out. done. Yeah. He's yeah. done. You know, I I remember. I remember an ep- I remember one of the episodes where they interviewed Nick Kiprios, and they were talking about the time where he won the Cup of the Rangers, and. Uh, Mark Messier had to keep them had to keep 
Keenan in line because he would tell Brian Leach that he was going to trade him. <laughs> it's just like, what, what are you doing? You're just losing his confidence. You're, you yeah. know, I, and Kiprio said, like, he's like, without Mark Messe, we would not, we would not have won the cup. It just would have been downhill from there. And so I, I think, like I said before, with these college coaches and the AHL coaches, you're starting to see that transition because these players are just not in that old school mentality anymore. That's not how it is. And now the story with Mark Crawford came out of him hitting players correct? Um, with Brett Sobel and um, Sean Avery. Mm-hmm. But there is a turn to that story. Sean Avery did come out and say, I I liked I liked playing for Mark Crawford. I had no problem with it. It's just he should have kicked me harder. Yeah, but, well, uh, well, well, that's Sean Avery. Also. That's Sean Avery. Yeah. But again, you know, there's there's two sides to every story. So you know, obviously, Chicago is doing an investigation. Mark Crawford is not behind the bench right now uh, as an assistant. So we'll see where that goes. But anyway, definitely a transition in the NHL for 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 coaches. Oh, for coaches, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, move on to the three stars of the week. Um, on NHL.com, the three stars, The coming in at number three was Jack Eichel. Uh, this week, Jack Eichel, he topped the NHL with uh, two goals, five assists, and seven points in four games. And he extended his personal point streak to a career high of 13 games. Uh, and he lifted the Sabres into third place in the Atlantic Division. The Sabres are still surprising me, man. I mean, they had such a hot start, and then they lost it a little bit. I know, but, like, you look at – I mean, I get that they have the young pieces, and they got got my boy Jimmy, Jimmy Vesey. Who missed a breakaway yesterday pretty pretty roughly. Uh, Eichel is Eichel, you know. Eichel's great. Eichel – I've always liked Eichel. Uh, Eichel capped the week with an assist to Colin Miller's overtime winner in a 3-2 triumph against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the 23-year-old, uh, who is one of 10 players on pace for 100 points this year, uh, he ranks seventh in the league uh, with 42 points through 31 uh, games this season. Uh, you want to read the number two? Tristan Jari, Pittsburgh Penguins goaltender who stopped all his 61 shots across two appearances. He was 2-0-0 this year, uh, this past week. And, uh, yeah, he's also been playing well. Pittsburgh is a team who... I don't even know how they keep winning with all the injuries that they injuries, have. Yeah. Schultz out, Crosby out, Latang has been has been banged up. Well, Latang's always banged yeah. up. Um, who am I missing here? Um, they're also oh, man. have Galchenyuk on the block. Yeah, apparently that's that's the new trend. Um, saw that on TSN. Uh, but they're injuries, and yet they still keep winning. And Malkin is is really carrying this team right now, and Pittsburgh is going to keep chugging along. And I. They'll be in the playoffs. What else is new? And the uh, number one star of the week, according to NHL.com, was John Carlson. Uh, Carlson registered three goals, three assists, including two game-winning goals uh, in three games uh, this week to propel the Capitals to an incredible 22-4-5 and record for 49 points. Uh, first place in the overall NHL standings. Uh, he, you know, there's, there's nothing to say about the Washington Capitals. He's... Uh, he's Norris leading right now, no doubt about it. Oh, I completely he's, agree with he's, you. He's had a tremendous season so far. Completely agree with tremendous you. Tremendous season. Um, we can talk about. Do you want to get into your little scrum that you texted uh, me last night? All right. Yeah, I guess. Um, so Pedro and I, after the Rangers beat the Golden Knights five nothing, uh, I said that I would rather talk Lundqvist into. Somehow, 
this is you know this is all hypothetical uh talk Lundqvist somehow into waiving his no trade clause so the rangers can hold on to alexander georgiev and igor shesterkin uh pedro thinks that it should be georgiev that gets moved now let me let me just defend yourself defend yeah uh Go right ahead. so do i think it's a smarter move to trade georgiev absolutely so what's your argument just hear me out man i i think it'll be i think the rangers will regret moving georgiev <laughs> i think georgiev is going to be a fantastic starting goaltender in this league uh I think he, you know, he's coming into his own. How, I, how old is he? He's 20, 25. 20, is he 25? Still, you know, still a young goaltender. Obviously, we could probably get more for Georgiev than an older, you know, a lot of people think declining Henrik Lundqvist, obviously. But for the future, I think it would, you know, I think the Rangers are just going to, like I think Georgiev's different than Cam Talbot. Why? Like, I just think he's a better goaltender. I don't know. Just watching okay. both of them play, I, don't know, I just think he is. Okay. Um, I think that the Rangers will. I mean, look what the, look what the Rangers got for Talbot. Right? We didn't get second and third round pick. Yeah, you know, and we thought we could have got it first because of the streak that yes. Talbot went on, yes. and we thought that we should have got more. I just think that. Yeah, I, I don't know how to like. I get, I get that the smarter trade would be to move Georgiev. But you think it should be Georgiev and Shesterkin as rather than one and two, rather than or Hank for one more year and Shesterkin. So you think the Rangers should trade Henrik Lundqvist? I would. I think that would be yes. But I understand like Why they won't. Yes. Okay. Yes, I totally get it. Okay. But that that that's where I, I was trying to lie and stand last night. It uh-huh. was kind of hard to explain through text message. Mm. Um. Like all right, you you can you can go. You okay. talk about it. All right, so no, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Hank stays. Obviously, you're I, going with that. Yeah, I, I think he earned it. Uh, obviously, he's the best goalie to ever play for this franchise. In I, my I, I completely agree with that. Um, I he's obviously earned his spot. He he's he earns to end his contract here. Um, and I probably the biggest thing is. Who wouldn't want to learn under Henrik Lundqvist? I I, I would want Shesterkin to learn. I mean, under I know Shesterkin said that Lundqvist was one of his favorite players. Yeah, well, yeah, but besides that, I mean, you're learning from one of the best goaltenders in NHL history. Okay, fifth all-time in wins, uh, more the most wins in Rangers history, most shutouts in Rangers history. He he has it all, uh, gold medal, everything, uh, just not that cup. It's fine. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, I just think they want to learn from him. I mean, he's already, but do you Talbot s- was under him. Number one goalie. Auntie Ronto But a was lot under of this him. has to do with Ben Wilder too. Let's not just say. I'm not saying, okay. Yes. Obviously not, not take any credit away from Ben yeah. Wilder, but it's Lundqvist is there too. People learn from him. You see Georgiev now, he's always learning from Lundqvist. He's, his worth ethic is unbelievable, but you saw that with Ronta and Talbot as well. You know, I'm not undermining them that if they were somewhere else that they would have less worth ethic, but I think I think them seeing Lundqvist work on a day-to-day basis, seeing the way he, he, he works in practice, I think the Rangers organization wants that, and they want to continue to have him here and keep Shostorkin 
obviously with Lundqvist. I, I, I don't th- not to take any away from Georgiev, not at all whatsoever. But I think the Rangers could get more out of trading Georgiev. Yeah, no, I agree with to, that. I agree with that. Apparently, Toronto is interested. Um, draft picks, obviously, maybe a maybe a, a, a BC prospect, and and a pick. I know the breakaway boys are really pushing for Jeremy Bracco. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, uh, but I, you know, I I just see it I, keeping Lundqvist here, obviously to play some games and keeping him as a mentor for Shosturkin, and hopefully because Shosturkin deserves to be here now, in my opinion. I, no, he's I, playing, he, he's, he's playing, playing tremendous yeah, hockey yeah, in, yeah. in the AHL. He just needs to adjust. Yeah, and he he's there now, and I, I think he has that capability of doing it now. It's tough because if the Rangers are on the playoff bubble, what do you do? Do you buy? Do you sell? Uh, you, I think you, know, you do a little tough. bit of both, honestly. You, you got Kreider. Are you going to keep him or are you no, going to sell I think Kreider's gone. So you're going to sell Kreider? Yeah. Jesper Foss. You're going to keep him or you're going to sell him? You're going to keep Foss. Okay. What are you going to do with your gift? You're going to sell him. So you're going to bring up Shostrykin for the run? Yeah. And you're going to let you're gonna let Wall and Huska okay. be the one-two punch down in Hartford. Okay. For their run, because they're you know they're they're playing they're playing great yeah, hockey playing as great. well. So. Uh, but I all right. So to clear it up, I get that trading Georgiev would be the smarter move. Uh, but do you think the Rangers will end up regretting trading Georgiev? No, no, no. You think I, it'll I, just be like a Cam Talbot I, and I, just move on I, to the I, next? I, re- I really do believe. We've been hearing about Igor Shosturkin ever since he got drafted. I know. I've been talking about him that's, yeah, you know, since I, I was in the womb. I, I, I had a <laughs> premonition about him. And I, I just think he, he is that guy to take over Henrik, Lund- uh, Henrik Lundqvist's throne. I really do. I really believe he is the guy to, to do it. So now let me ask you another question. With how well Georgiev has been playing. Correct. We end up trading him. Mm-hmm. It, hell, it, it apparently could be next week or some crap like that. I doubt it. They're saying that he could be gone within like two weeks with how Toronto really Maybe. is looking at him and how well he's playing. You know, the sell high right now is the highest it might get. Um, Georgiev gets moved. Mm-hmm. Do you see him playing as well as he's playing right now for the Rangers? Do you think Georgiev is a starting goaltender in the NHL? From what I've seen? Yeah. Absolutely. I think he's the number one goaltender. I, I really do. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can I think be a number one goalie for sure. And I think he could be that guy. Okay. Yeah. I, I, as long as we're on the same same. No, yeah. I, I, from the way he's been playing, from the saves he's been making, and and the way he just stays focused in net, the entire game yesterday, the Rangers were up five nothing at midway through the third, and this guy was just focused. Oh yeah. You, you see this guy determined, even through his mask through the television. You see the way this guy is focused, and it, it's it's unbelievable, and I I, I truly do believe that. Um, yeah, he he he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be number one goalie this year, and unfortunately, probably will be for another team this season. I I I, I am ready for Igor to make. If his... anyone if, if anyone are baseball fans, uh, World Series MVP Steven Strasburg, Stra- yeah, Strasburg, he inked a seven year deal, two hundred forty five million dollar deal with, with, the, with the, Nationals. the Nationals. He went back. He went back. In case anyone's interested, interesting. I'm not. I'm all in on Garrett Cole. Um, um, so are other thirty. So are the other twenty nine teams. Yeah, but but it's fine. Uh, we're not a baseball podcast. Uh, but that is interesting. Strasburg back to uh, the Nationals. Uh, Travis Konecki is out indefinitely with a concussion for the Flyers. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through right now. Um, what about Shane Gossespierre? What do you think happens to Shane Gossespierre? I think he's out. 
Uh, Montreal was interested. Yeah, uh, let me click on. Uh, Red Montreal. Uh, where we kick at the ghost? Philadelphia, Philadelphia, I Philadelphia. Think play well on that back end. Definitely. Well, he's still got four years left at uh, four and a half. That's reasonable. No, definitely reasonable for a 26-year-old left-handed defenseman like reasonable. like Ghost, Ghost Bear. Um, are they talking about trading him? There were rumors. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. But they've also been playing very well late uh, recently. So he he was scratched. Uh, what three games ago? Don't quote me on that. A couple of games ago, I'll just say. Yeah, I mean they're in third in the Metro. Yeah. So I mean I don't I don't see any reason why you know he would be on the block, but they're only a point behind the Islanders. Well, they got two games though. They have two games in hand on the Islanders. On the Islanders. Yep. Um, what else? Is there anything else that we can uh, discuss? Do we want to go through the standings? Uh, I know we discussed it two weeks ago. I mean, not, nothing's really changed. Uh, the Islanders have been up and down recently. Uh, Tampa Bay is still shocking me. Uh, L.A., no surprise there. Anaheim, still no surprise there. Chicago is at 500. They've been up and down. Nashville's another team who, who I'm it's a little bit concerned shock. about. Again, still San Jose yeah. also is not playing well. They got destroyed yesterday by Florida 5-1. to one. Arizona's still shocking me. Arizona, Listen, Arizona, I think, is a very underestimated team. I think that team is, is ready to finally get back get back to the playoffs i like they've when they're in the playoffs away. the whiteouts are the whiteouts, awesome yeah the whiteouts are fantastic um definitely some teams up here though the, that i would have thought in the beginning of the season would not be where they are right now and but that's the way hockey goes um hockey, baby. that is hockey um is there anything else pretty unreal pedro no i mean to me it's been kind of slow in the league uh it, it's pretty much it i mean Cal McCarr to me is unreal. Like he is also so hurt unreal. though. Yeah, Cal McCarr is hurt right he now. Is unreal. We don't know how long he will be out for. Day to day, he's just missing. Is it day to day? Yeah, I think he's just missing um, his game against. Cal Brandon Lemieux got fined yesterday for the yeah, two thousand. So he so he got he got fined two thousand dollars for what they even consider it. It was it just carelessness because because he came in with a clean he he came in with. Uh, what I thought was a clean hit. No, it was, it was it a, clean, was a clean, hit. clean hit. I just and think his, he swung his arm back. He, and his his arm his, came back for Cody anyone that Glass missed it. And, he, and Cody Glass's helmet was kind of off his yeah, head. Like knocked it out, yeah. And he got him right in the temple. Yeah. He he dropped. Uh, obviously, it was, you know, unintentional. No, when, I, he, when he was skating off, yeah, Lemieux, Lemieux, you know, gave tap. him a tap, uh, stick tap on the back. Um, but then I kind of found it unbelievable. Like, Lemieux pretty much had to fight for that. They were they were they were, they were knew it was coming. They were hunting. They yeah, were hunting. Knew it was coming. And they wanted a, they wanted a piece of him. And I think he got a piece of uh, William Carrier. Yeah, it was Carrier. And uh, I thought it was gonna be Ryan Reeves. Ryan yeah, Reeves yeah, was on I, the ice. I, I was like, I, ah. I thought it was gonna be Reeves too. Uh, that wouldn't have. I don't think. Well, that I don't think that would have went well for Lemieux. Yeah. Lemieux's face finally cleaned up, and he might, he might have ended up with a black eye. Uh, but one thing uh, I think uh, Lemieux said to one of the refs was uh, after the fight, he he goes. Who the hell was that guy? <laughs> he had no idea who William Carrier was. But uh, if it wasn't Ryan Reeves, I think he was going to drop the gloves with uh, anyone else but Ryan Reeves. Yeah. Um, but uh, that might we we might call it on that a little short episode. I think we're around thirty eight minutes around there, almost forty. So you know, kind of around where we it's, usually it's end. It's been quiet. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, when there's not much to talk about, yeah. there's not much to talk about. Um. But uh, I'm glad that we got this done. We will be back next week with an episode. Uh, when does your internship end? 
Friday. This Friday. Friday. Um, so we'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm free. Uh, so that that's Let's get it done. Yeah, so we'll uh, be back. Uh, catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Play, Google Play. Yep, there Google you go. Play, uh, SoundCloud, Drop the Puck Podcast, uh, on Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. Uh, yeah, that's it. Until Let's next time. Peace. Later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.